Welcome to Success from Scratch, episode number 48, with my special guest, Stacy Lynn Massar from the Massar Group. Welcome, Stacy. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. So glad you're here and so much to talk about today. Yes. Well, so let's get started. First, tell us a little bit about the market that you serve and where you're from. Okay. Um, we live in Rockwall. Mm. We service all pretty much east of Dallas. We will go into Dallas, but we primarily focus on the Rockwall, Hunt, Kaufman County areas. Right. And um, originally, I'm from New Jersey, so I am still learning all of the different counties in, in Texas and the Dallas area, but I was born and raised in New Jersey and eventually made my way down here to Texas. And, and what brought you to Texas and how's that been for you? I moved to Texas for to be closer to my family that was living here. Right. So my brother and then my parents were here, so I moved here to be closer to them. And it's been fantastic. I am yeah. thrilled to be raising my daughter here and to have that proximity to family is just, you can't buy that. That's yeah, just perfect. That support system. Mm -hmm. So Rockwell, and one of the things that I know about your business is you really focus more on relationships and deep community involvement. Tell us more about that. We really believe that if we serve our customers to the best of our ability, mm -hmm. they will refer us. So what we like to do is get involved in the causes that they're involved in, as well as just be active in our community um, with different kind of charities, different organizations, different networking groups. And we have developed many relationships since we've been here. And like I said, not being from this area, it was an unknown territory for me. I had to start from scratch and figure out how to maintain these relationships, meet new people, and how to grow and start a business. Yeah. So you literally did build a business from scratch. I did, yeah. I did. I moved here and had, I knew my parents and my brother, and that yeah. was the only people that I knew here. So I had to literally go back to the, the basics and start a business all over. Yeah. So before real estate, mm -hmm. wh what did you do? What are the skills that you had learned and developed in, in your prior career? Well, um, I did sell real estate before I moved to Texas, so mm. I had that, but I was a loan originator okay. first, and I realized that my love was not as much in the numbers as it was in the more relationship with the people. Mm -hmm. So I got out of the loan business, but it really serves me very well for my clients. I'm able to help them navigate through the process easier, knowing both sides of the transaction. And then before that, I was a school teacher. I taught high school English, and I lasted one full school year. Wow. <laughs> it wasn't a good fit. It wasn't yeah. for me. But I loved making a difference in, in the kids' lives. Right. But there, was, there just wasn't enough yeah. time to do that. It just yeah. didn't work out as well as I had thought. So. Well, at least you tried it and you found something uh, that you're passionate and love. I did, and I'm still helping people change lives just in a different capacity. A different capacity, mm -hmm. and many of our greatest agents are former school teachers and nurses. Yeah, I've noticed the trend in the education for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, okay, so fast forward, you're now in Texas, you started from scratch, you've built this amazing business. Tell us a little bit about, uh, again, what makes your, you and your team unique. Our team is unique. At this time, we are a team of four, and we are made up of two husband and wife teams. So people say it's difficult to work with your spouse sometimes. Right. Well, we've kind of multiplied that, so we've got two spouses. Um, but it is great as well because each one of us has a backup, and I really believe that that has been a huge success because nobody wants your business to grow 
as much as your own spouse because right. it is a family business. So we have really created um, a family business, and I believe that when our clients meet with us, they sense that we genuinely want them to find the right house. We believe in the motto of, you know, square peg, square hole. Right. We do not try to make that, you know, round peg go into the square hole. It just doesn't work. Right. We are not in it for the commission. We are in it for the relationship and the long haul. Yeah. They call us back when it's time to sell. They refer their neighbors, their coworkers, their friends. And that's what it is all about for us. Yeah. So for you, it's it's not the individual sale. It's the relationship yes. <clears throat> over the lifetime of the client. Yes, it is. Yeah. And when our clients move, some mm-hmm. of them have moved out of state. And it's like, oh, we're sad they're leaving. You know, right. like we really get invested in them. And they've had kids. And we've been to weddings and baby showers. Right. And just meeting the incredible people we've met has been yeah. great for both of us. Yeah. So exciting. So as you look back on on all that you've accomplished and all that you've done, and we'll talk a little bit about your numbers here in a moment, but is there anything that you would do differently? Would you have approached yes. it? Would you have done something in a new or different way knowing what you know now? Yes, absolutely. And I would say in the very beginning, I was reluctant to get a transaction coordinator. I was very controlling. Oh, so you resisted. I resisted, yes. Mm. And I was very much like, it has to be done my way, and I wouldn't let go. So once I hired a transaction coordinator, it was, well, after two months. It was like, Whoa. It was. You know, I got <laughs> yeah. yelled at by her often, like, Cece, you hired me. Let me do my job. And if I would have let go Good sooner, mm-hmm. I would have realized how much faster I could have grown. So what finally, what finally made the light bulb go off that said, when I let go of this, my business can grow? What, what triggered it? Did you, like, collapse? Did you have... <laughs> it might have been a late night of tears. I, You know, like, sometimes you just get to a snapping point of, I had been working and, and hustling and, and praying for business to grow, right. and then it did, and I was not ready. Right. So when I had that moment and I turned it over... It was freeing, but it still took me about a month or two to let go because I had to build that trust with her. Mm-hmm. And once I knew that she had it and she had my back and nothing was going to fall through the cracks, it was like game on. And then yeah. business really did take off. What a great story. Yeah. And there's a lot of type A controlling people out there right. like me. And I will tell you, it is so hard to let go. But when you do, there's no going back. You yeah. can't. Yeah. Um, so that would definitely be one. Um, coaching was huge for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I had always wanted to do coaching. Right. And I just felt like, oh, I could never afford it. I couldn't do it. Is it really worth it? I'm, I'm a self-starter. I'm motivated. I don't need it. Right. But once I bit the bullet, I could not afford it. I, I'm like, I'll just have to figure it out as I go. And I did coaching. My business doubled from one year to the next with coaching. So you took a leap of faith. I did. And... and- what did that coach help you do that you learned that you thought you could have done on yourself? What, what did you, well, was it accountability? Was, or was it, it was accountability, but there was a lot of tracking going on. And when you start to track yourself mm-hmm. and see how many calls you're actually making, are you really doing the prospecting and the lead generation that you say that you're doing? Right. You realize, oh gosh, I'm really not working as hard as I could be, yeah. but yet somehow I'm busy all day. Mm-hmm. So once she had me tracking myself, it was very clear I was not doing all that I could do. Right. 
And then I was embarrassed. And I was like, these numbers are terrible. So when I had my call two weeks later, I was like, my numbers are going to be better. And the accountability of turning in those numbers really helped me. So that was huge for me. And it was eye-opening. I really thought I was like on it. I was not. So when you tracked and measured, you weren't. And what she helped you see was your ambition and your goals wasn't consistent with your behavior. Correct. And then you obviously put together some plan to move forward with that. Yes. And one of those plans was the first thing she said was, I don't know why you don't have a transaction coordinator. And then I hired one. I'm like, my coach told me to. And I'm paying a lot of money for her. So I'm going to do what she says. Right. And just having trust in the whole system and the process really um, helped me very much. So you let go of Uh control. I have to tell a story once when uh, I was taking golf lessons and my handicap was high. My handicap cut in half with one statement. My coach told me, Mark, when you, um, uh, when you let go, you, you, when you give up control, you gain control. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, in the golf, so it's a very similar analogy. So you, you, you let go, but you gain more control of your business. I did. So you let go, hired a transaction coordinator, hired a coach. Mm-hmm. What else would you do different? Were those the two main things, or is there more? Um, I think in the very beginning, there was uncertainty, like, Am I going, as a brand new person in a new city, not knowing anyone, is this my identity? Am I going to be good at this? So Mm -hmm. I kind of kept it under under the radar. I was a secret agent for a little while. And then all of a sudden, it just, one day I woke up and I'm like, I'm good at this. I should share with other people. Because if I'm not helping them, they could fall into the hands of somebody who maybe isn't as hardworking or ethical. So I felt like in a way, like it became a duty of mine to share with people. If they were looking for somebody, I would gladly help them. Right. So So that doubt in the back, that little doubt in the back of your mind held you back. It did. Kind of held you back from going full out. Right. Like, and and I remember people saying, do you do real estate? And I thought, oh, there should never be a question. Right. And that is something for me that it took a little while to get over because once you put yourself out there in right. social media, it goes everywhere. Yeah. And then you're kind of accountable. Totally accountable. Well, speaking of social media, you're doing this amazing thing where you do the drive-by FaceTime Lives or drive-time Facebook Lives. Right. Tell, tell us about that and how that idea came about and how it's working for you. Okay. So how it came about may not be the best story, but... Sitting in the carpool line, there are many, I'm sure, parents out there who are watching, could be one of the most frustrating times of your day. Right. And it is a rush to get to school as early as possible to get ahead in the line. But then you have this hour, some people are there for an hour and a half before school ends. Right. But when your child has activities right after school, you have to be in the line. So there's no winning in this situation. Right. So one day I was in the carpool line and... I just went on Facebook Live to kind of share my ridiculousness of look at this line, and I kind of continued to talk while I was in the carpool line. Right. So it kind of just evolved into something, but it started out with being frustrated about this waste of time and this negativity. And I had always brought a book with me, and I could return calls. And being real estate agents, we have the ability to work anywhere. Right. So for me, it it was more of just being trapped in the car more so than not being able to work. But you figured out a way to take kind of what you thought is wasted time yes. into now productive time. Yeah, so this so year I, I decided, I was like, you know what? If I'm going to do this, let's do it. Let's do right. it right. So um, I started a Facebook page. It's called Carpool Conversations with Stacy, And 
I go live at least twice a week, and I have a guest, and sometimes it's just me. Sometimes I have something I feel like I want to say or I want to share, and I'll just talk live. It is not... Is that about the community or about... It could be about really anything. It could be... um, There's a lot of struggles as a a working mom sometimes, Uh and being in real estate, people think that we have all this free time. Right. And sometimes I may not be the best um, homeroom mom. I'm I'm sending in the store-bought cookies, or I may not do things to the certain standards that other feel they should be. So I just sometimes share about, I'm doing the best I can, you know, in every capacity that I can. Right. And I do not sit and watch TV all day because you think I'm a real estate agent. So sometimes I share a little bit about the frustrations. Um, So very transparent. Yeah. I wear hats, no makeup. I mean, it's just all, it's true. It's all true. So what's the Facebook page again? It's called Carpool Conversations with Stacy. Awesome. And then we have local guests as well. So we have um, nutritionists. We've had a restaurant owner. We have had um, an insurance person. We've had lots of different people because their business, some of them are like me. They were secrets. Sure. And like when I know the secret, like these people are fantastic. I would love to share them with our community. And And what I love about it for you, it deepens that relationship with all your network within the community. They feel people will come up to me and be like, oh, my gosh, that was such a good one. And if they're not watching live, you don't see their name. So you really have no idea. Is anyone watching you or not? And it's it's been really fun as well as I do feel that people are starting to know me and who Mm -hmm. I am beyond the picture perfect, the the headshots and all the stuff that we, you know, pre-market. Yeah, the perfect the the, the perfect social media profile kind of thing. Awesome. So thanks for sharing that. Well. Is there anything you would love to share with the audience? I mean, you have such depth of experience and you have um, you know, so many uh, uh, successes and struggles and challenges that you've overcome. Mm-hmm. Anything you'd love to share with the audience about uh, building a business, success from scratch, um, you know, lead generation, anything that you'd like to share? I will say that I attribute the success that I've had to habits, to daily mm, habits. Yeah, okay. And the Miracle Morning book was life-changing for me because well, I do not like to get up early. How Elrod, right? Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that when I read that book a couple years ago, I was like, not for me, tossed it aside. When you're starting your own business, I was like, I got to pick that back up. And every morning I get up at the same time, I have the same morning routine, um, I also use a book called The Five-Minute Journal. Mm. You may have heard of it. I use The Five-Minute Journal. Do Love you? it. Love it. It is amazing. I will say that finding gratitude every morning and then every evening being appreciative of what mm-hmm. you've had and received has turned my world into being much more positive and finding those good things. Because when you are creating your own business, every day is not good. There are struggles and there are hard days. But there's always something to be grateful for. So I have found that getting up early, having some time to reflect and write in my journal uh, sets me up for a success for the day. So morning habits are huge. The other thing would be the habits of just common sense that most people forget, like answer your phone, return your phone calls. Be be responsive to the consumer. Yeah, and if you're not doing that, somebody else will. And those are little things that every agent can do no matter your experience level. And I find that sometimes when we get busy and we drop the ball here and there, it comes back to bite you a little bit. People, oh, you know, she didn't answer her phone or oh, she didn't get back to me. 
And the last thing would really be boundaries. I did. I had zero boundaries when right. I began in this business, mm -hmm. and I was happy to take any business, any way it came, no matter location, anywhere, anytime, any place. That Got was it. me. I was going to do it all, and I, you Burned know, ran out. myself ragged. Mm -hmm. So I started to make boundaries with location. I made boundaries with my time with my client, and I am very clear with them. These are the hours that I work. If you need me, please feel free to email right. me, text me, or call me. Um, and I will get back to you as soon as I can. Right. And I let them know exactly, this is my family time, this is my work time, right. and I have found that I get way more respect from my clients. Mm -hmm. I will get a text message that will say, I know you're with your daughter right now, could you call me tomorrow morning about this? Yeah. And I love that because yeah. there's mutual respect there. And yeah. while we work for them, we also work for ourselves and we have families. Sure. So the boundaries is huge. Love it. So those three things are amazing. And then I think I also heard what you talked about is your coach helped you with tracking and measuring. Yes. And you've really improved and now become very, very good at tracking and measuring yes. what you do and it, it brought you some great insights. It, it did and it wasn't pretty. So yeah. I have to say, and you know, most of us that are in sales and work for ourselves, we're competitive. So right. I was competitive with myself to make those right. numbers better. But it it was just disappointing to realize how little I was doing, but how much I thought I was doing. So yeah. that gap there, that spread was mm -hmm. not good. Yeah. And the accountability from the coach um, really helped me as well. But now I have accountability with other agents and yeah. I have accountability with other people, other business owners as well. Yeah. Still I'm doing coaching. But that part of the coaching, yep. I don't need her for that accountability yep. anymore. I can track myself. Yeah, you've expanded, you've yeah. expanded your skills. Mm -hmm. Well, awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming today and sharing. This was an amazing episode, and we'll see you soon on a number, another episode of Success from Scratch. Mm -hmm.